0: This is shit on the table. Ooh, that looks good. Yeah, it was very um,
1: harmonious. Yeah, we didn't have that last time. It was kind of rough.
0: Yeah. All
1: right, so. So
0: tell me about your week. It was busy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, I had a very interesting client this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it involved a Pomeranian. Oh, I love Pobs. <sighs> Me too. Well, this gentleman, I had been corresponding with him for, I think, three weeks now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? First off, like he ended up emailing us saying, hey, I've been trying to call you. I want to set up a grooming appointment. I want to talk to the groomer. And um, he was always calling on our days off. And so they're like, okay, we'll call on these days or text and they'll get back to you when they can. Yeah. So um, he eventually did. I eventually got a hold of him. Well, he has a very interesting setup. He just moved here to Las Vegas from California and he is helping somebody who is severely ill. And so um, he is very like afraid of covid yeah so he, understandably yeah of course and, and you know when you're taking care of somebody with cancer or of like a severe illness you want a, everything to be as sanitized sanitized as and safe as possible and so he's like okay these are my concerns is this something you can do and i was like f- totally fine with you know isolating um his time slot to either my last or first spot Mm -hmm. where it's like no dogs around minimal people um and it's just easier to disinfect yeah you know what i mean first dog i can come in 10 minutes earlier last dog i can just disinfect right before not a problem and i have one of those microwaves that disinfect um utensils or uh Oh, my grooming equipment. Oh,
0: that's cool.
1: So I can just do that 10 minutes before the dog gets there for the equipment that I'm using on that dog. Yeah. So, you know, I was telling him about the, all of the, you know, I have a peroxide base disinfectant on top of the stuff that we use to do our floors and all the other stuff. So like I can disinfect everything how he wants. I can do everything that he wants. He wants to pay over the phone. We can do that. He wants to keep contact minimal between me and him. That's fine. He can actually pull up to the back of the building where we have an isolated door and he can just hand me the dog and then boom, bang, boom. Yeah. And I can evaluate the dog and go, um, and we can do everything over the phone. Not a problem. It's just that he made things a little bit more complicated because then he wanted on top of all that extra stuff a very complicated haircut. (laughs) And I wouldn't say it's complicated once you see it, but the way he was explaining it... Yeah. He was basically saying, not a lot of groomers know anything about Pomeranians. And I was like, do you know Pomeranians? (laughs) You know, he's like, you're not supposed to shave them. And I'm like, okay, so you don't want clippers to your dog, right? And he's like, no, no, no. I need some length taken off. And I'm like, well, you run... It's either, yeah. Either way, I mean, I'm not. If you don't want me to shave your dog down, he's like, well, sometimes people feel the dog and they'll be like, oh, he needs to be shaved and shave him down. I don't want that to happen because then his hair won't
0: grow back. And mm-hmm. I'm like,
1: okay, well, I don't. I'm thinking in Pomeranian, even at its worst, I probably can work through.
0: Yeah, I've done some pretty rough Pomeranian. That was
1: a. I saw you in the picture. That was a really yeah. rough Pomeranian. And,
0: well, I've done some proof. Like, yeah, that was rough. But I've done ones where, like, they have the matting in there. And yeah. you can still get it out. Yeah. That, but that Pomeranian was rough. Yeah, but he was rough. It,
1: it was like you can almost feel his whole body. It was so compacted that you can – it almost felt like a condom that you can cut, take off the dog. Yeah. If I were to shave him.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it wasn't a problem. I took a little extra time, blew yeah, him out, deep conditioned him. Deep, yeah. Hell, yeah. He was clean. I got a comb through him every which way. He, That yeah. dog was pristine afterwards. Uh-huh. Not – a problem.
0: I love doing those. I mean, I don't love doing those. I used to love doing them. There's like As kind of
1: they're satisfying to your ego. Like yeah, like I oh, did she that.
0: did that. And with double coated dogs, it's easy. Yeah, like yeah. you just let them sit in the conditioner for like ten minutes, mm-hmm. and then it just like blows out somehow. Yeah, like magic.
1: yeah. So like, I was very confident in that. I mean, it's not a problem. But <laughs> excuse me, he wanted. A v- Okay, so first he was kind of like patronizing, and then he was like, I apologize, I know I'm being extra, you know, I know there's like, I'm being complicated, and I don't want to start off this relationship with, you know, like, not thinking that I don't trust you. But it kept sounding like, well, if you don't trust me, and I I honestly, myself, my apprentice, and we've tried to pawn him off. (laughs) I know (laughs) Uh, we tried to pawn him off and only because like, okay, we basically said, if you are not sure about this, you should go somewhere else that you feel sure about. Mm -hmm. So we have a million converse. Oh, I didn't even tell you about this other part. We've, we were having a million conversations about his dog, about the COVID. And then he wanted to book an appointment and I was like okay so over like a 3 week period of talking with this guy I never It
0: took 3 weeks to book the appointment?
1: Well I also had that covid scare so I was oh, out for yeah, a yeah, week. Yeah. So we were talking for like 2 weeks trying to get him like on board. Yeah. And then I had the covid scare and so then it took another like whole solid week just to get him an appointment on the day that would work out the best and he couldn't do mornings and I said that would be the best time and then I said I could make 2pm my last appointment work. Uh-huh. Whatever. So I told him what day it would work and so he had to check his schedule. This whole time I did not know the name of his dog. <laughs> I did not know his name. We had no information on this guy and he kept trying to say he wanted an appointment and we kept saying we need information on you and your dog. Uh-huh. We need to know who you are (laughs) Yeah. so we can put it in our uh, appointment scheduler. And um, so anyway, uh, he finally gave it to us the day before. (laughs) Everything. His assistant gave us all the dog's information.
0: And you said he was price conscious, right? He
1: was price conscious. he has an assistant.
0: But he, yeah, he has (laughs) an
1: assistant. So then, um, anyway, yeah, so we finally got everything the day before his appointment. Now, I wasn't even holding my breath for that appointment because... He wasn't clear on, like, if he was going to take that appointment. He was just going to look at his schedule. And then his assistant sent all the stuff over, and I had already booked another dog on in that appointment.
0: Oh, well, yeah, first come, first serve. First
1: come, first serve. So what I ended up doing is when he booked that appointment, I ended up moving that dog up because he was a daycare dog. So mm-hmm. then it got screwed up because he ended up not being a daycare dog that day, and he came at his appointment time for his haircut. And I was like, Fuck. And the lady was cool because it was her last time with me because she was moving to Tennessee. Uh So, I had to do basically a a doodle and a palm at the same time, but not at the same time because the dogs couldn't be near each other. Yeah. It was ridiculous. So, did she
0: just get like free daycare time?
1: No. No, her dog just hung out. He's a great dog. Most perfect 85-pound fucking doodle. Jesus. Yeah, he's huge. Anyway, so, now we get the appointment. The... Guy shows up for his appointment. It's still something like every time I do something, I have to call him to double check. And then it's a 15-minute long conversation each time. This Pomeranian, from the pictures that he sent me, has a signature haircut. Yeah. He has a different haircut. It's not a palm haircut. It's not a palm haircut. It's not a basic palm haircut. So he's constantly describing what he wants whilst showing me pictures And these pictures are not very good pictures. They're very cute pictures, but they're not showing me the exact details of what he wants. Yeah. And the dog is so grown out that whatever I do, I'm putting in a new pattern on the dog. Yeah. So let me explain to you what he wanted. He wanted length off the body. He wanted a teddy bear look. He wanted... Um the head should be super round but no hair taken off or around the ears because he doesn't want the ears exposed. He also wants a crevasse on the dog.
0: So explain to me what a crevasse is.
1: Apparently it's like I was like, Oh, you want that bow tie thing? And he's like, It's a crevasse. And then I guess a crevasse is like what English gentlemen wore in the 1800s. It was almost like a fluffy, ruffle, lacy thing on their bust. From their neck to their bust, it was just a piece of fabric or fabrics.
0: So kind of like... Um where it has the ruffles
1: you ever see interview with a vampire yeah that's exactly yeah.
0: what I was picturing in oh my head god
1: my heart as just, you were saying my that. heart just kind of fell in love with you again you know what I mean it was one of those yes. romantic moments where it's like oh my god I, I was Vanessa, literally literally were so like, meant
0: to be <laughs> I was picturing Antonio Banderas yeah. and Brad Pitt <laughs> yeah in those outfits
1: yes okay so that's yeah. what a fucking crevasse is I didn't know what it was okay and until he explained to me and I'm like, oh yeah, interview with a vampire. Yeah. So anyway, I still don't understand what the fuck he's talking about. (laughs) And I kind of see it in the picture that he's showing me. So then I... And he wants me to tell him back what he wants. So I'm like, okay, get this straight. You want some length off the body. You want me to articulate the legs so they look kind of like bare legs, like teddy bear legs. like they, They can come off if you popped them off, right? Yeah. And then you want the head... Extra round, defined, not blended, to where it's just very sharp edges and looks articulated. And then somehow I have to integrate a crevasse (laughs) on the chest. And guess what? I fucking did it. Yeah. I fucking did it. He loved the haircut. I put a new pattern on this dog, not understanding whatever pattern it was before. And it's not a Pomeranian cut. I don't know where the fuck he got that from. No.
0: How can he look at that and be like... That's what all Pomeranians get.
1: It's like, it, Or no. like, he's like, do you know anything about Pomeranian yeah. hair? Like, fuck yeah, I do. But a lot, most groomers know, okay? Like, there's a very few groomers that are just going to be like lazy and be like, yeah, I sh- I'll shave that shit.
0: Yeah. And
1: I'm going to tell you, they still know what you're talking about. Yeah. They just don't want to do it. And that's up to you to decide whether you go with that person. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to do it, but I'm, t- I'm telling you. And he's like, oh yeah, I come in every nine days. I'm like, I don't care. What does he mean by he comes in every he's nine days? He's, like, fishing for a discount, so he's like, oh, I get my dogs groomed every nine days. That's nice,
0: and this is going to be my price every nine days. I know. Days.
1: And the, the price was higher than it would, it, like, it would be every time he came in, but yeah. it's still going to be 60 bucks. Yeah. And so he's in love with it. He's very nice. Um... He was just a lot of work. And he kept apologizing for that, that he was a lot of work. Mm -hmm. He was a lot of work. Is this going to be a really good investment? I doubt it. He makes it seem like it is because he's like, I have a lot of friends they all say that and then you never see their friends
0: and I don't care or their friends are horrible people
1: exactly <laughs> and I'm like you know I honestly like I don't care there's very few people that give my recommend like yeah. I understand like a lot of our uh, marketing is through word of mouth yeah and recommendations and I like I, I like that I want to keep it coming but I really want people to seek me out
0: yeah no I'm very I'm very much the same way just like hella picky on who is allowed to come to me yeah yeah I'm not at that level yet but because
1: I'm not at that level either I I work for somebody so you know there's that but yeah no I I don't I don't know. I think he was just trying to negotiate, and there's no negotiations.
0: No. And no, then it is what it is. There's
1: no discounts for friends. No. And your dog, his dog, was so fucking cute.
0: He okay. So I was saying that if I was a dog, I'd want to have his puppies.
1: He was so cute. It's just so, such a pretty Pomeranian, yeah. and he was still intact, so his hair was really nice. So it
0: could happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross, bestiality joke. But no, fuck. He was super cute. He was so cute. He was like marbly and... Yeah, he was like
1: a he was like a merle brown paws, black and tan on the body, brown paws, brown nose. Oh god, he was gorgeous. He was so cute. And he had like a... Perfect proportions. Yeah, and he even like though he was sh- a little overweight, he still had the per- perfect little face. And he didn't have a, like a snore. A snort, oh, you know? No. He didn't like have the... Yeah, you know when they have the smushy face, and yeah. he had a smushy face.
0: No, he had like a he had the cute little fatty muzzle. Yeah, it was like you could kind of pinch it, or if it was your dog, you could actually kind of bite it a little bit. Oh god, he's so cute. He was adorbs. Um, but yeah, I gave a
1: pomeranian a crevasse.
0: I don't know if I could have nailed that. I don't even know how I did. I've done some weird haircuts. It was but... just hair left. In the chin. So she showed me this video and the dog is crazy for his face. So we were thinking that the groomer who probably originated this haircut Probably just used the crevasse, quote-unquote, as a handle. handle And just fucking said, fuck it, I'm leaving it. I can't control this dog. And dad was like, this is amazing. So whoever you are, (laughs) I feel like you know who you are. Yeah. It was sure as shit a
1: signature haircut. It's not something that you would see unless somebody decided, like, this is my haircut. Yeah. And no one else can replicate it. Which I replicated it, and I hope I did it justice, but... It literally is a fucking signature haircut. But how
0: do you come how do you even come up with that haircut? Like was he just watching interview with a vampire and looked at his palm and he said
1: No, I think you're right on track that <laughs> I think you're right on track and that he wanted some variation of boo and he gave up halfway because the dog was nuts for his face and left a crevasse. And he left some hair in front of his chest and it was like it's a crevasse. Took a little thinning shears, cleaned it up, and said, you know box. what? This kind of looks cute. <laughs> Here you go,
0: man, man, mister. And then the guy was like, nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the groomer's like, I don't even know what I did to nail it, but okay, we'll go with it. Yeah. And by the way, this is a Pomeranian cut.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh. Cherry on the cake. The guy, like like I said, he's really weird about, like, giving us him his information until the last second. Mm-hmm. He also said no pictures of his dogs. Like, we yeah. couldn't take pictures of his dogs and put them on, like, social media and stuff like that. I told them before I even knew about it, I'm not putting this dog on social media because I'm not doing this haircut on yeah, another dog. Yeah, no, don't
0: advertise it. No, because I,
1: <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I did a shave down on a poodle one time it, because it was so fucking matted. And then I kept getting requests upon requests of that same haircut. And I'm like, no, that's not.
0: We're not doing that. <laughs> and, uh, y'all take it down. Yeah. So, <laughs> this doesn't
1: exist. And then I was like, okay, woo, bit
0: the bullet. Jesus. So uh, how was your week? I've had a very interesting two weeks. Um, I got my first one-star review on Yelp, which I don't usually pay attention to. So I actually just... Because I just, like, it's, like, it is there until,
1: like, you get that one-star review and then it just shows up on your alerts, like, hey... No,
0: I didn't even get an alert for it. I just randomly was like, oh, you know what? I haven't checked on Yelp, which I haven't. It told me that, like...
1: Are you sure you weren't trying to check just in case that one lady was, like, acting a fool?
0: Was it? I think it was that, because it was right around the same time. And then I was like, she didn't give me a review, but some dude gave me a review, and so we'll get into the lady in a second. Okay. This is a short like little tidbit. But I thought it was fucking hilarious. Cause I it didn't bother me, but then when I researched the guy, because I'm psycho like that, I'm like, who's this guy giving me a bad review? So I like reversed image searched his picture and it's some celebrity, so I'm like, pussy can't even like use his own face. Like oh what's up? god, he's a troll. He's yes, a fucking he's a troll. fucking troll. And then he reviewed Two other groomers on the same day, actually three other groomers, two of them were one stars like, kind of like mine, and then the other one was a five-star review, which he gave the same person that he gave a five-star review, he gave them a five-star review in July. So it's like, why didn't you just call those fuckers up the same day instead of trying to find other groomers. Like you already have a place that you're happy with. Use them, like why are you calling us? Yeah, don't shop around like that and be a dick. And then give reviews in the same day, like it's so rude. So he said this about me, this was on the 13th, so this was like about eight days ago. He says, no one answers the phone, can't get an appointment, they're no longer taking medium or large dogs, more Las Vegas nonsense. So I'm- What? Yes. So I'm assuming he called the same day and I don't return phone calls until the end of the day or like my voicemail says up to a week, up to a week. So this was my response. I say, thank you for your review. We love all feedback. Being a one person business, we do rely on online booking. When you call, it does stay on my voicemail to go to my website and request an appointment. If you choose to leave a voicemail, it also says all voicemails are responded to in seven days. I hope this information helps in the future. Thank you. And then I said, I also did a bit of researching and it looks like you have given three, including me, bad reviews to groomers and one good review to a groomer all in the same day. I'm happy that you found a groomer for your needs. I would recommend calling in advance for a mobile for mobile as it can be difficult to get in like you have experienced. Have a wonderful day. I wanted people to know that he went around giving a shit ton of people bad reviews and that basically ignore what he has to say but at the same time like I wanted to leave the review because technically I can get it removed because he didn't I didn't provide him a service. Yeah, he's just being a troll. And he's just being a troll. And mm. the other two bad reviews were just like one he said that she was mean and then the other one both basically he was saying that both of them were mean but that he couldn't get in the same day. And then the positive review basically was like, I'm happy I went with them again, you know, okay. got in same day. <clears throat> and okay. it's like. Good for you. That's nice. So you didn't even give me a chance to even call you back if you left a voicemail, which he did not leave a voicemail. So, cause I went and searched and I had no voicemails for that day, but
1: I think he probably just woke up with something stuck in his butt and couldn't no, get it out. No, he had something
0: stuck in his urethra. Yeah, probably, (laughs) It was like,
1: excuse me, It was like, um, oh yeah, I'm just gonna like, what do I have to do today? My dog looks shabby, I gotta get him groomed. Now I'm gonna piss off a whole bunch of people.
0: Exactly. So then my second fucking issue um, is a delight. So this lady was a one-time only client. We had chatted on the phone. She wanted to get on a four-week schedule, but I told her I feel like I did everything right with this client without knowing that I did everything right because mm-hmm. I'm not always 100% transparent with the new clients, which I am starting to be a little bit more. So from learning from this experience, so not very long since I've been transparent with <laughs> new clients. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so she was like, I want to get on a four week schedule. And I said, well, why don't we just see how it goes for the first appointment and we'll go from there. And she's like, okay, that sounds good. And so then I told her, I just had a gut feeling. Okay, so the appointment comes and goes. That's right. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Appointment comes and goes. Uh, it was a long hair chitsu like show style. Mm. Gorgeous. She's older. She did fucking phenomenal. Um, I used like this brand new Chris Christensen shampoo that I got on her, which was phase 10. And I loved it. Her coat came out beautiful. Um, then I used my Les Pooch um conditioner on her and then i used uh st bernard's um like this blue spritz which is super expensive so she fucking came out almost as straight as like straightening her hair with a straight iron wow she she had a top knot she looked fucking gorge i did beveled feet like she is to the nines right And so mom sees and she's like, oh my God, I love it. She's beautiful. We haven't had her look like this since our groomer um, when we moved here a year ago and we've just been struggling, right? So she's like ranting and raving about how soft and beautiful her dog looks. So, and this was on a Saturday, right? It was on a Saturday. And so I forgot to give her her collar which it happens happens. i do it all the time yeah that's not the first nor it's going to be the last for me i'm usually on top of it but i just happen to forget it yeah so it's hard with all that hair you don't want to put anything on it don't (laughs) and usually (laughs) you don't even want to hold the dog no and that's usually when i forget to put the collar back on a
1: catwalk
0: exactly because i'm like so enthralled with Uh the way they look i forget that there's a collar there to ruin the haircut so she texts me same day. She's like, oh, hey, you have my collar," And I was like, oh, my goodness, you're correct. I'm so sorry. Oh, right. This was on a Thursday. I'm sorry. And um, Friday, I wasn't in her area, but I told her, I was like, hey, can I drop off the caller on Saturday? And she was like, no, you know what? Just drop it off on our pre-booked appointment. You know, I'll get it back then, okay. which is not unheard of. I've done that with clients before. I do before. it all the time, yeah. yeah. I just hold on to it. And so then... I tell her, okay, like that's completely up to you. Like I have no problem dropping it off on Saturday. She says, no, 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 it's fine. And then she had sent another text that I don't remember. Oh yeah, she said, if you're ever in the area in between now and then, just drop it off. Don't make a trip out of it. And I was like, okay, whatever. So then I tell her, I don't know why. I I felt just in my gut that I needed to tell her this. I was like, hey, just so you know, like I am, Stop answering the phones from 4.30 to 5, and I'm off Sunday through Monday, meaning I don't answer the fucking phone. Yeah. So then Saturday comes and goes. I still have the caller, and so she starts texting me. I'm off. So I'm not technically seeing these. I saw it on Monday when I needed to do something on my phone, and I was like, fuck it. She can wait till Tuesday. Like, I'm off. I'm not dealing with this shit. Yeah. So um, she says on 10-12, she says, Good morning, we need to get Dixie's collar from you by Wednesday. It has her rabies tags on it, and we're taking her with us for the weekend. Can you drop it off, or can we meet you somewhere later today or tomorrow? Thanks, this was on Sunday. And then Monday, she texts, Hey Vanessa, what's your address? We can come pick up her collar tomorrow, which is going to be Tuesday. Sorry, such an effort for you. Please cancel our appointments. Your fee for services is a rip off. All your reviews are two years old. That's why I went and and looked at my reviews because I wanted to see how old they were. That's right. So then on Tuesday, I wake up and I had been like kind of thinking, what am I going to say to her? Because this went from zero to To 60, 60. wow. In two days over a fucking caller. After you had told her. After I told her my hours. So, this is what I sent her Tuesday morning. I said, good morning, this is Vanessa with Classic Tales. Wow, this situation escalated very quickly. Like I had stated in a previous text, I am off Sunday and Monday and work 9 to 4.30 slash 5 p.m. Tuesday through Saturday. Not in all those words, but I had told her. And I said, so that means my work phone is off and I get to take days off just like everyone else. I have no issue returning your collar today. I will be able to do so around 12 today. I never had intentions on keeping your collar. It was always going to be returned to you. Unfortunately, since you jumped so quickly, quickly to insult my business, I think it will be bit, will be best to split ways after I return your collar. Which is a shame because Dixie was amazing to work with. I would also like to point out you were very happy with my services and said she looked her best looked the best out of all the groomers you had tried. So I'm not sure what changed. I wish all the best with your continued journey for finding the perfect groomer. I will text you when I'm on my way with your caller. And then I state it also, I'll be recording our transaction just for safe, just for your safety and mine. And then she texts me, that's fine. And I sent her a screenshot with a big red circle of my text message stating my hours of operation. And she just says, that's fine after the screenshot. So I go and send her, I go to her. Her apartment complex, and well, not even an apartment complex. It's this really nice, like, um high-rise. High-rise. Mm-hmm. Well, a Vegas high-rise. A Vegas high-rise. Which is different than a high-rise, guys. Like,
1: <laughs> if you guys live in a city like New York, Chicago, mm-hmm. any of those, way different. But we don't have those kind of apartment buildings yeah. here. So they're called high-rises. Yeah. And usually you have to make... Over a hundred thousand dollars to live. They're in them.
0: not cheap. They're pretty expensive when you live <clears> in a high rise like that. Even these ones over in the hood that I drive by almost every day. Oh, over there
1: to... on Las Vegas Boulevard.
0: No, no, no. It's on um, Desert in Paradise. It, no, kind I, of. Yes. I,
1: I used to train a dog over there on Desert in Paradise. Those are fucking huge, and they're they're
0: expensive. Yes. And you're literally right across the street from a fucking Seven Eleven. They're three for... million dollars a year. It's
1: for insane. their lowest.
0: It's insane.
1: Their lowest, like their smallest apartment, it's three three million dollars a year.
0: And it's in the hood, guys. It's in the hood. Like there's crack houses on the next street, like Caddy Corner. Like no fucking joke. Yeah, I had to look this up because I see him every day. Panorama like, Towers,
1: no, not Panorama. No, towers. no.
0: There's one called Mark's. Carnegie. One yeah, and mm-hmm. luxury something is the other yeah. one, and. They're really nice, but like super expensive. So yeah, this high rise happens to be in a nicer area. I used to live over there. It's right around the corner from my old house. So it's in a nicer area. You're really close to Henderson. Um, so you're looking at people who make about three hundred to four hundred. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. I'm lying. But it's a it's a nice. They're really well nicer. off people. Well They're well off people. people. Yeah. So, anyways. So I record this, I make the transition fucking as quick as possible because she starts going off on me and she wants to know why I charged her $135. And I told her, it was like, you made an appointment online. It says that I charge hourly. I know you know this. And then she starts going off and I walk away. I said, have a good day. And I left. I already know one, she doesn't want to continue being a client of mine. So I don't. What's the point? Yeah. Yeah, I don't plan on smoothing anything over. You're not getting your money back. So have a good day. Like I don't need to be badgered by you. So I literally walk away. It was like a two second transaction, and I left. And so then she sends me um, a text message. Saying, just to let you know, you lost a good client by overcharging me. I have lots of friends who have dogs. My bad for not asking, but I never imagined you charged such a ridiculous amount. I have a business, and if I ripped people off, I wouldn't have any clients. Good luck. So then I sent her this message. Because I'm not wanting to put too much into this anymore. She's yeah. not a client of mine. It's done. It is what it is. She's not getting her money back. I You think also want the last word. And I always want the last <laughs> word, yes. But <laughs> she. It, I don't give money back. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. Unless I completely injure your dog to where it needs yeah. to go to the vet. Like that you that done is,
1: fucked up. No, if it's a good mm, groom, your services are rendered. Even if pe- it's
0: a bad groom, if you still don't like the haircut that... You're not getting your money back. You're not even getting a fucking discount. Oh, yeah. That's the the same services thing that happened with were rendered. My mm-hmm. Yeah, their services were rendered. It's not my fault. Well, that you can't tell me exactly what you're looking for if that's the situation. But anyways, she was completely happy. So I'm not gonna give you your money back when you were happy. To me, this whole situation is she was fishing for me to back down and give her the client is always right. And she doesn't know who she's fucking with. Because the client is always wrong. <laughs> That's what it is. So this was my last response to her. And I said, okay, ma'am, this will, be th- uh, this will be the last response. You booked online. The way I price is plastered all over my online booking. It states I charge hourly and it can and will change upon appointment. I do not guarantee pricing till after service. I know for a fact since I put the online booking descriptions on there, that it is expressed that I charge by the hour. So by booking online, which you did, you read it. If you skipped past it, then I can't help that. I charge according according to my overhead. I use top of the line products, Um, Top of the line products. Dixie was bathed in a $50 shampoo, $125 conditioner, and a $40 leave on conditioner. She also got teeth brushed, nail grinding, and the best care I can provide. I also continue my education, so she, she got beveled feet to take her look up a notch. I know you know she looked beautiful and her coat was the softest silk. I know my price is high and it's because I'm worth it. I wish you the best. On your journey, I truly do have a good rest of your day. Mm-hmm. And that was it. She sent me another text. I don't remember what it is because I didn't read it. I was over the situation. I just needed her to know that I charge the way I charge because I am good at what I do. And you're not getting your money back. No matter how hard you fucking try. Yeah. You're not getting your money back. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I don't think she liked it. I think she was wanting her money back. Okay, well, she can suck a cock. Exactly. Like, get out of here. That's not happening. Yeah. So, it's funny because I got a new client today. I'm very, very picky on who I allow to be a client of mine. She's like, I have been calling you for like three weeks. (laughs) She's like, I'm so happy you finally called me back and which she hasn't been leaving voicemails or else I would have called her back a long time ago. I don't know if she really was, or if she was like saying she was trying to call me for three weeks, but then never had the time. Yeah. I don't know. But I was like, okay, well we're chatting now. And so I was just like super candid with her. I was, cause I had another issue with a client being upset that I had to call out because I wasn't dealing with my chronic illnesses. It's like, I'm sorry. This is who I am. So I fucking laid everything out. I went psycho girlfriend on her. Like <laughs> I went and I was like, look, I have chronic illness. The way I run my business is give and take. And I told her I charge hourly. So I can't guarantee pricing. I'm like not going off on her, but I am like fucking throwing the book at her. Like, like you are this- just done. It's
1: expensive. Can you afford me? Are you okay with an occasional rescheduling?
0: I will work you in. Yes. But love me and I'll love you back. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, I'm fairly reliable. I'm like, I continue my education. And she's just like, okay, like, this is great. Let's book an appointment. And she's got like three poodles. And she's like, I'm just, she's like, I can't find anybody. I've been here for a year. And I'm like, God, it's the same bitch. Like, it's gotta be this <laughs> So, I am just, like, throwing everything at her, and she's booked. And so, we'll see. We'll fucking see, because I'll cut her off, too. Like, I'm just so done. I am so done. This is the way I run my business. You like it or not, get the fuck off. Yeah. Like, I am so over it. So done. That lady ruined it for everybody else. I'm just done. You... I was strict beforehand with my clientele, but now it's a whole new level. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, mm mm-mm. No. I don't feel like dealing with people. It's like, this is my business. I'm going to run it the way I want to. You either respect it or get off the train. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. So, yeah, like, I was actually thinking about this the other day that I used to feel like so much shame about being a groomer. And so this is when I was trying to kind of switch up my career a little bit and was doing different things. Yeah, And it wasn't panning out for me and I'd always come back to grooming. I've never truly left grooming. It's something I've consistently done for the 11 years, Mm -hmm. but I would do things on the side to see if I liked them or maybe I went to college for like a second. Like I did did a class. Yeah. And then I was a secretary for, like, a second. And then I actually delivered pizzas for, like, a second. That was the worst. (laughs) That was the worst. They sent me to, like, the sketchiest place at 10 o'clock at night by myself. Even the mail delivery driver came back and was like, you sent her where? Like, I was legit mugged there, like, last week. Gun pointed to the back of my head. Why would you send her there? And I was like, oh, I never went back. I left. I know. I told you not to do that job in the first place. <laughs> it was the so And you're like, it'll be okay. It was the scariest. Uh, yeah. But I used to always feel like such shame. Did you never feel shame being a groomer? No, because I was older than you.
1: And I had already done like a buttload of stupid shit. Like I worked retail dog training. I've been in and out of college by that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... I don't know. I've never felt any shame in my game. I've just always been that way. But it's not that I haven't heard that before. But for some reason, there's like, especially in like PetSmart and Petco, there's like this, it's not a real career because yeah. you're not in a private, like there, there's such a different um, family, val- set of family values. Mm-hmm. In private industry, and as well as well as in corporate industry, yeah. And for some reason, I don't know if it's the private uh, groomers in the private salons putting that shame on the groomers. But it's weird because yeah. the corporations weren't. They just don't bring up their groomers. They don't bring up their groomers. They train yeah. them. They put them on the assembly line, and that's it. They, that's <laughs> it. That's it. They don't build them up. They don't encourage them. They don't have um, any compassion or empathy towards them. They just put them out there because they yeah. know they're going to leave in, like, six months. So, anyway, I don't know. But I did, I've did. seen it where it's like these groomers are like, oh, yeah, I don't work for um, a show groomer. I don't work for a private.
0: Well, I felt it in, like, just... If random people would ask me, oh, like if I'm like at a party, yeah, you know, and someone yeah. is like, well, what do you do? Like trying to get to know you, and I'd be like, oh, well, I'm just like a dog groomer.
1: Yeah, no, and I've heard
0: that before, and they're like, oh, okay, that's cool, and I would always feel less than, and would, and it brings that I bring it up because the other day, I was at a wedding for yeah. a friend of mine, and he's got like a corporate job, and all his friends are lawyers or engineers or um, the bride's friend was a district attorney yeah and the other one is um trying to be a, a principal at a school and i'm like i'm just like an entrepreneur who has who's a dog groomer and so then it i felt it for like a second i was like fuck that i worked really hard to be where i'm at like why am i ashamed yeah you yeah. know and i'm like wow like It reminded me of feeling that just embarrassment, that shame of being a dog groomer.
1: Okay, so what's like bled into you when you're a kid is that you go to school, you get good grades, Mm -hmm. you go to college, you get a white collar job, Mm -hmm. and that is what is going to provide for you for the rest of your life and
0: that's the when, way it goes
1: well that's not the way
0: it goes no, no, no because, i'm just saying oh, like okay. that's the way quote unquote that's the way it goes yeah. and that will make you happy in life exactly and that's the best of the best and you'll be better than everybody yeah, else you will be the elite yeah that's but not that's not the way just it is. like
1: not that i i graduated in 2006 2 years before the economy crashed and everybody who graduated in 2008 they're fucking they were fucked. You yeah. graduated in 2008, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you're fucked because the economy crashed. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get a high paying job with a 4 year degree. Yeah. And a lot of the people that were still in college Around that time, we were so fucking nervous because they have sixty to one hundred eighty thousand dollars in student loan debt. Yeah. How are they going to pay it off? Because they know they're going to be graduating in two years and they don't have any jobs. Yep. So it was it. It's even though you were bred and beaten into like this weird capitalistic submission, that doesn't mean that's how it works. Yeah. Because there's people with very little education, higher education, and they just have like complete street smarts and they're just savvy. Yeah. There's people that are fucking lucky. There's people that have generational wealth and know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Because their family taught in that. There's different scenarios and situations, and there's people who are okay with making a certain amount of money and living comfortably, or there's people who are okay with living broke and poor, because they just, like, always live like that, and they're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, this is chill, I'm happy, whatever, yeah. What you know, it doesn't <laughs> matter. So it's just, I think you're, you were just fucking programmed and then it didn't help that when you started an actual trade, which is a career, mm-hmm, 100%. A tra- uh, yeah, exactly. That is a form of education. That is a form of income and it's a form of income that can continue mm-hmm. for the rest of your physical life. Yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. It was like mm-hmm. a huge, really good point too.
0: <laughs> like my parents didn't breathe it into me like they just wanted me to actually do something with my life because I was headed down a very dark bad road if I continued to do that yeah, yeah so the fact that I even got a job almost immediately out of high school and then I w- I think I was the last of the 17 year olds to be able to be a bather Yeah. And so then, when, as soon as I turned 18, I went, they're like, do you want to go to the academy? Like, you're a really good bather. And I was like, sure, what the fuck? Like, they make good money. Sure. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. And so by the time I left PetSmart, I was making $50,000 a year. Yeah. At 19, like, what 19 year old is making 50 G's? But I wasn't having fun with it because I was exhausted. Yeah, you were suffering so bad. And it's killed me, like, to this day. My body is so fucked up. Like, yeah. there needs to be a warning label when you become a groomer.
1: Yeah, and that's why, like, I, with my apprentice now, I'm constantly telling her, like, you will be broken. Are you okay with yeah.
0: that? Yeah, there is a breakdown within five to, five to ten years, less than that, I think, but... Well,
1: you also worked really hard in the beginning. There wasn't even a slow transit. That's why I said, like, there was no, there was no support. There's no support in the corporate environment. You are a machine and they work you like a fucking machine. Yes. And so, yeah, you're 22, 23 and you're like fucking dying. Yeah. And it shouldn't be that way. But it's because you're doing 8 to 12 dogs a day when you know that's probably not physically good for you. No. You're wrestling dogs that you shouldn't be wrestling. And you
0: know that's probably physically not good for you. But they don't say nothing because it's money.
1: They just just want you in and out.
0: Exactly. But, But
1: yeah, no, a trade, if you're making money, if you're thriving and happy that's all that fucking matters and people Mm -hmm. are not taught that no there's like a lot of trade
0: shame that if you're you know i you kind of correlate it with being a garbage man or i shouldn't say garbage man a garbage person not garbage person
1: okay so the (laughs) The, garbage
0: people people, out here in vegas make a fairly decent living they make
1: bank dude
0: yeah you get all the holidays off Yeah, it's like, why wouldn't you? And it's a city
1: or, and a lot of times, government job.
0: So you're getting. A pension, uh-huh. you're getting your paid holidays and you're getting health care and 401k. But like retirement. people correlate, oh, he, they're driving a garbage truck, they're not doing good. No, actually, they're doing very well for themselves. You see
1: that big old SUV that they're, you see that camping trip, their glamping trip, they're mm-hmm. doing fucking fine.
0: But people don't. Like because they're
1: like working with trash and you work with dogs and some people like just they do weird stuff and it doesn't make them it's just gross you know like it's a dirty job Mm -hmm. so dirty jobs means you're a dirty person and And you you don't hold that dirty shame
0: yeah. You're but it's not that way.
1: Dirty person. No,
0: you're still I mean, a dirty person. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. I am. A, you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm like you're not wrong in the sense of me being a dirty person because I'm very much that. <laughs> but and not even like just in a sexual sense because I'm dirty on so many levels. <laughs> that's, well, that's why you're
1: working hard at your dirty ass job so that right? way you can have a maid to come in and clean, clean your house my dirty twice a week. House. Yeah. <laughs> Like, so, but no, it's true. Honestly, like it, it really opened up my eyes where with my girls, they're going to learn a trade before they go to college. They're yeah. going to learn my trade or areas around it. They yeah. can, and they're going to... Because lo-
0: this is a good job to be able to pay for your college.
1: Yeah. Fuck yeah. And you can make your own schedule a lot of the time. So mm-hmm. I just, I don't think, I don't think people understand, like if you learn something that not everybody can learn, that makes you an elite. Yeah. That makes you more important yeah. Oh, I wouldn't say more important than the next person, but just in circumstances, you're more important.
0: Well, think about all those white collar jobs during the recession. A lot of people got laid off. Yes, they did. Because their job, and think of it now, during COVID, their job was non-essential. Well, well
1: their, their their jobs, those white collar jobs are doing pretty good right now, only because they can do everything remotely.
0: Some of them so, can, and but some of them can
1: they, there was... Yeah, but like like with Brittany, she got cut. Mm-hmm. Um, she's doing good for herself, but yeah. she has a really well-paying job. And it's a job that she does enjoy and she loves, but she had to go to school for it. She had to get a master's degree in it. Well, she didn't have to, but she did get a master's degree. Mm-hmm. She wanted to set herself apart. And she does. She's phenomenal in her job. But her job is something that has to deal with um, she does marketing, she does marketing, she does advertising, she does all these really intricate, up to date, like, it's like a job that's just like made for now in the future, mm-hmm. and, um, she got let go, I mean, she's doing much better on her own, but it's still like, it was,
0: but look at us dog groomers, we're all busy, you know Yeah, what I I'm mean? busy. Yeah, it's like, having a trade job a lot of times... You're still
1: going to have dogs.
0: You're still going to have dogs. You're still going to have AC. You're still going to have plumbing, plumbing. You're still going to have cars. Trash. You're still going to have trash. You're still going to have construction. It's like these I trade mean, jobs are the ones that are really thriving right now. they exactly. are slowing down. Exactly. Because so, it's
1: like no way. You're still going to have a paycheck.
0: Yeah. So if you're feeling any shame, just don't. I know I did. I did for a really long time that I felt so embarrassed with telling people that, oh, I'm just a dog groomer. And it's like, so then I tried spinning it, but like, oh no, I'm a pet stylist. And it's like, but it's just the same thing. Like, just because it sounds fancier. Yeah. It's like, you're just trying to make yourself feel better. I put that
1: on paper, but when everybody asks, oh, what do you do? I'm I'm like, I'm a dog groomer. groomer. Well,
0: because a lot of, I've had this one before. I'd be like, oh, I'm a pet stylist. And they're like, you dress dogs for a living? Like, you, you pick out clothes for dogs? That'd be cool. Any celebrity want
1: to take me up on that, <laughs> I, know, I swear right? I'll make
0: fun. And I was like, mm, no. I, like, yeah. groom their hair, and they're like, oh. Oh, okay. But it's, it's so
1: funny because I don't know how you feel that shame because whenever, like, Chris comes over... And he talks to fucking Harvey. Like Harvey has a college educated, really really well paying job and he's always talking about how your job is paying for this this and this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. he's like he's like, "Oh yeah, Vanessa's Vanessa's job is going to pay for this entertainment it, you center." You know what
0: though? It took him a while to not I shouldn't say a while, but at first he was just like, "Oh, you're a dog groomer." Like what most people's reactions are, like, "Oh, how hard that, could that be?" And then he's coming over to my house and I'm passed out on my couch when we were supposed to be fucking that night. And I'm like, I'm too tired and too much in pain. And he's like, so over time, he's like, wow, like, maybe this job is really hard. And then he worked at PetSmart for a hot second. Like, a hot second. um, Because he broke his ankle and he needed a job. And PetSmart was the only one that would take him in a boot. So when I think he got this boot off, they cross-trained him to be a bather like just just in case they needed him Uh so he had to bathe and do anal glands and he was like fuck yeah this
1: Chris was having one of those fits where he's like I gotta try something new before he's started the school that he's in and he tried one day one day with me he was (laughs) like um and he was so excited. He's like, "Oh, I think I'm gonna be a dog groomer. I think it'd be, I'm be cool. good. I'm thinking, I'm like, "Oh, this is the kind of dog I want to start doing. This is the kind of styles I want to doing." And then he did one day with me. He's like, "Aviation management program? What is this?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? He's looking through like the other trade options. He's like, "You know, nah."
1: <laughs> and I told him, I was like, "Trade is the way to go." I've always pushed him to go be in school and go keep going to school because i 100 percent believe in like higher education or continuing education so even if you are like a dog groomer you're gonna be a dog groomer for life take a couple college courses just keep yourself humble and worldly and like educate yourself yeah uh, you know but it doesn't have to be a university it can be a community college program where it's yeah. like 50 dollars 60 dollars 50
0: dollars $60. what you talking about girl
1: You didn't know there's, like, really cheap programs out there just to, like, learn? It's non-credited classes, though. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Like, you'll have to send me this info.
1: Like, you can take a Spanish class that doesn't actually, isn't actually a college credit Spanish class. Where? At the community college. They have all kinds of classes.
0: Interesting.
1: They have one for old people and seniors on how to use an Apple iPhone. Oh. Yeah, the, you guys don't understand. And a lot of times, uh, universities do these out programs because um, you can take non non-colle- college credit classes because they're being taught or.
0: Just like for funsies.
1: For funsies. It's just a way to get them extra revenue and they keep students, like students can participate as far as like teaching or, you know, getting mm-hmm. extra degrees and stuff like that. That's so it's, it's beneficial for them no matter what. Yeah. So there's these cool things that you can do to keep yourself going mentally.
0: Yeah, because you don't want to... I learned a long time ago that you have to balance your personal life in dog grooming. I was... Literally, when me and Vanessa... It was really exciting when Vanessa started in dog grooming. Because at that moment in my life, dog grooming was life. I was taking all these classes about dog grooming. Everything about my life was dog grooming. I was very much a dog groomer person. But now I'm not like we're literally doing
1: a podcast (laughs) that we had to reschedule because you couldn't take a break from podcasting about dog grooming different because this is not true you are full of shit we took a class two weeks ago
0: yeah but when was the last time i took a class when they were optional. In February.
1: <gasps>
0: yeah, Vanessa, you are so psycho. <laughs> but I'm not like dog grooming like I used to be. What do we you mean? Like, yes, we talk about dog grooming, but we've actually just talked about dog grooming on the podcast where we talk dog grooming almost every single day. Because I was learning about dog grooming. And exactly. I, and but and we didn't. Not.
1: We did not. We also talked about a lot of other things because when we weren't talking about dog grooming. What did we, we talk about? We were drunk and partying.
0: So we didn't talk. We were just No, just we were slurring. having a great time. Oh, well, we were just slurring. <laughs> we were having a great time. We were slurring at I don't other. know what you're talking about. I still feel like it's still the same with you.
1: Like, you are still you still have that passion for no, dog No, I grooming. definitely
0: have a yeah, passion. Yeah, but I
1: still feel like it's a part of your life. Like, it's etched in your skin at this point. Oh,
0: for sure. But at, before, I didn't have any other things. Well, because now we... Okay, I guess...
1: I wouldn't say... Okay, we have the podcast, so let's just say Mm -hmm. the time talking about grooming has shifted. Yes. But we still talk about it all the
0: effing time, and you still keep taking classes. You still keep... Yeah, but, like, in 2019, I didn't take very many classes. Like, I didn't... I think I only took a couple... Where I used to take a lot more classes.
1: 2019 is when we started the podcast. And right before we started the podcast, we did a CPR class. Yeah. We did a Risa Wisnam class. Yeah. And 2015. That was it. So, yeah. No, let's just say prior to 2019, you didn't take too many classes because we took the classes. No.
0: Yeah, no. We, I slowed down a lot. Well,
1: I mean, it's kind of... I wouldn't say you're slowing down. It's just like, what are you learning? There's not enough. I'm already pro. Like, yeah. Just
0: kidding. <laughs> uh, I think lot, you're just but... at
1: that. I think you're just at that stage where there's not a. There's not new classes for you, and that's it. And then yeah. it's the same way how I feel. Unless I
0: want to go up competition, there's nothing else really. I guess I don't know. That makes me sound really elitist. Well, let's just say yes, and
1: let's say like okay. Well before you when you, when you want to go into competition when you're ready for competition and you're not going into like a freestyle class or um an entry level class let's say you wanted to do something a little bit more specific breed specific class i probably see you taking a breed specific like course you know um, like if
0: i'm going to do any type of like
1: competition like blue
0: or no, like it's, a, it's Bichon all the way
1: I okay well then you're then you're going to do um, you're probably going to take more Bichon classes from more Bichon experts.
0: I love Bichons.
1: I like Bichons, too. I'm not very good at their haircut, though.
0: I'm not bad. I do a good pet Bichon, but... I can definitely say I do a pet a good pet Bichon,
1: but I don't do a good show Bichon. Oh, no.
0: Ooh. Me neither. Like, I can get their angulation in. My last one that I did, he's in Kansas right now because they yeah. go back and forth but the last one i was like oh fuck i finally got this and he looked beautiful i want and then he left
1: i you know what i just really want this scenario to fall into my lap i want an unaltered puppy that is of show quality uh-huh. And somebody's like, you know what, I can't get a hold of this <laughs> show groomer, so you start it off, and we'll see where we go. And then it gives me like a year or two to build on that dog, and yeah. then I have a relationship with that person, but I don't have to own the dog, because yeah. I can't own dogs right now, especially those kind of priced dogs.
0: I think about that too. I, like, it's just not happening. The same scenario.
1: It happens to other groomers. Like I see it all the time where they're like, they learn these show cuts uh-huh. and they learn these beautiful trims because they are forced to, because our clients are Neither. there for yeah. them. I don't fucking have that. I have a doodle every single day and shih tzus and
0: mutts. I like doodles though.
1: I do too. I feel like I have a signature doodle haircut. Because I do the same haircut on all my doodles every single day. It's I either a short or long variation of it and that I is it.
0: Too. I do too. I do too. Except take-
1: for except for this one doodle that I just did. It was a burner doodle. It was heavy. It was big. Nope. And they wanted a Rasta look on the dog. So. Oh, so did
0: you leave the top of the head?
1: Yeah, it looked like a Portuguese water dog and then I sprayed it with some cold water to curl it up a little bit. Uh-huh. I don't even know what the parents said because I charged him like two hundred and twenty dollars.
0: Good. A big ass fucking dog it was a
1: huge dog and he was you matted. get a big
0: dog it's gonna be big money that's yeah. where
1: it's at so i was like no you're
0: either coming to me or yeah oh yeah so uh we had a question for uh beautify and the beast which i actually really love that name that sounds like no beautify the beast
1: i'm so sorry that's that's really cute, but it kind of sounds like adult erotic oh, okay. fiction. I think that's why I like it. Because it sounds like, a, like. It sounds like bestiality. No, Vanessa, you ever. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Anne Rice. You yeah, know. she
0: started off as an erotic no,
1: author. She, in between. But anyway, did you read any of those novels?
0: No, because.
1: They're I'm all like Sleeping Beauty, mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast.
0: Yeah. That's what it reminds Daisy. me of. Beautify the beast. Not bestiality, but definitely. (laughs) Bestiality in the sense that, like, I'm sorry, but Beauty and the Beast is bestiality. Oh, for sure. But but that's, like, the bestiality that I'm talking about. um, Where, like... There's an some animal like, character, and the human character falls in... Like
1: the It's like a humanoid animal. Like yeah. And they, he's clearly, there's some human in it, but it's like a hybrid animal. Okay, well, yeah. either way, it's weird.
0: Beauty and the, Be- the
1: beast. Beauty and the Beast was definitely a weird one. Um, I never yes. liked it because it was just a little on the weird side for me as a kid. Um, but my daughter loves it. She thinks it's such a cute... Oh, I love the that pretty movie. dresses. Oh, love it for your sight. The
0: first scene always makes me tear up <clears throat> with that beautiful classical music. And it's panning through the forest up to the castle. And it starts telling the, the story of the prince and how he turned away the old lady. It always makes me tear up. I don't know why. I'm like, because he was a dick, and you don't like dickheads. Yeah, right. But Beautify the Beast. I do love that name. It's a really cute name. It's cool. So she had asked if we use um, canine competition, and I have personally used it. I used it several years. No, I can't even say several years. Did oops. (laughs) I I think I had my trailer when I tried it.
1: Yeah, because um, our friend gave you her sample sample of it because she didn't want to use it.
0: Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, because she likes free shit. And she likes
1: trying new stuff, too. Yeah.
0: So, I want to say I liked it. I want to say that. But I think you should definitely try it out yourself because it might work differently in your water than our water.
1: Yeah. Okay. It, it, she's like, I love their aloe shampoo and nano mist conditioner. Um, so I don't know anything yeah. as far as aloe and the process of aloe. I know aloe can be like a really good humectant, but I don't really know. And I hate Any aloe shampoo I've ever used or any aloe lotion has Mm -hmm. like a weird scent to it because they add like this weird fragrance to it and it doesn't mix well with the natural aloe. Mm -hmm. So I don't know anything about aloe as far as how it works with dog coat.
0: Yeah, maybe we should try it.
1: Oh, I want to say something really quick. I'll post it. I was going to post it on our Instagram that I got a bunch of stuff from uh, Pet Store Direct. Uh And they have the wide 30 blades that one of the girls was recommending Yeah, and the wide combs. And I have been using them every fucking day on all my doodles. Why
0: don't you tell me anything? Like, seriously, you don't talk to me. You don't talk to me. I talk to you almost every day. And okay, first you of all, just look at my messages and never <laughs> respond. Okay. I have a full conversation. Well, like we have a messaging thing. Okay, so, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We have two messaging. Okay, we have well, one with our friend, and then we have one solo. And the one with our friend, we don't talk anymore. We just send TikTok videos. And then you, I'll message you like twenty times, and you look at them, and you'll ne- you leave me on. Okay, I'll well, read. it's easier
1: to talk to you in person. Like st- or over the phone, you need to ask questions. It has I to be. I do ask questions. It has to be scenario. I'm okay. sorry, I didn't know I had to talk to you a specific way. You do. Haven't you noticed that? What? Like this? Okay, so this course, is
0: new behavior.
1: This is not new behavior. <laughs> yes, it just, is because you say I never talk to you, and I'm like, well, no. It's just like I don't know how to bring things up. My be body- like, bitch, I went to physical
0: therapy today for the first time, and, and I'd, I'd I- be like, oh, well, what are you going to physical therapy for? My and breast reduction. I know. And then, like, but where was that? I've been like, hey, I was thinking, I think I might get a breast reduction. Here are the steps I have to I take. Don't, don't like, know. what? Like, this is know. news to me. I don't know how to talk about this thing. My boss, actually,
1: I had a my, my, my over 90-day meeting, and uh-huh. I literally had the same conversation with her. She's like, is everything okay? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, why? And she's like, like... Because she's very outgoing, and she's Mm -hmm. very, like, open. And if I have a problem, I don't know... Like, if I have a problem with something that's not, like, killing me on the inside, Mm -hmm. I just figure it out. Like, it doesn't bother me. (laughs) And she was like, is there... there," Because this is all new to her. So she's like, there has to be something that we can work on. And so... We started talking about it. And then she's like, why aren't you telling me these things? And I'm like, I don't know. You just never brought it up. And she's like, you know, you can come. Is it like, you can't approach me? You can't come talk to me. I'm like, no. And this is not the first time somebody's told me that. I'm like, if it doesn't come up in conversation, I don't actually think about it. Like, I don't think about like, I don't put like labels on things like, oh, this is something I have to say, or I have to talk to this person about at some point. Like, I don't... My mind doesn't work that way. It's never worked that way. It's not
0: even like you have to talk to no, me. No, but it's, it's like, like... I want to share this with my
1: best friend. And it's not like <laughs> I, it. it's funny because it's like... It's not like I... Like, like, even with my boss, it's, like, not like I don't want to tell her these things, but it's, like, I don't actually... It doesn't come out of my
0: fucking mouth unless it's, like, this conversation. So, basically, what you're telling me is I have to randomly ask you about your coochie, and I have to randomly ask you about your breasts, and I have to randomly... How's your leg doing today, Vanessa? Is everything okay with your oh, leg? Oh, I have ringworm on my leg. See? It's <laughs> like... <laughs> what even is this? I just,
1: it's true. And it's not like I'm trying to hide anything from you. Like my personal life. Well,
0: is- I know you're not, but like literally I will text you and be like, I'm having a full meltdown. Thanks for listening. And then you don't ever text me back. And then I feel like shit when you're like, like two weeks ago, you piled into this text message and I'm like, where the fuck has any of this been? Bottled up until I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And it was just like,
1: it was just something at that moment. It was probably something you said or did or we did. And it just came out. Like, even when we went to brunch and I just, like, unloaded everything. Yep. And it was because it came out in conversation. And it's not like, I don't know. I Well, don't, how long
0: has this breast reduction thing been a thing?
1: Um, like... Forever.
0: Well, I know that, but when you've actively... Oh, today. Oh, okay. So shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I told you, like, I just started physical therapy today. I have to go twice a week for six weeks for them to sign off. And then I have to see a nutritionist. What does that have to do with your boobs? I don't. It's for fucking insurance. <laughs> It's all for my insurance. So basically, my primary care can't sign off on anything unless I do physical therapy and I do nutrition, because they want you to be a certain weight. Which, by the way, for a breast reduction, um, it just you it, you just have to like be at your. I don't even know how to explain, but even at my smallest size, I was still a double D. A double D. And the I've sh- had two children. Yeah. And so now my double D's. Well, I'm not a double D anymore. I'm like more like a year and F. Or actually, I think one of my bras is a G. I don't know. I have fucking big ass titties. <laughs> they're like down to my belly button or something. Okay. I had two kids. I breastfed two kids. I'm done.
0: You so, know, what? your boobs still look good though. I've seen them without a bra on. They're I don't not bad. They look bad. They're not
1: awful. They're just they're worked into you know it's a mom bod for sure so I have no like it's just we I do so much damage to my back um and my back's already fucked up just being me and then you know our job doesn't help and I was like you know what fuck it let's get rid of these titties Mm -hmm. and get that process going because yeah but it's like a huge, long process. See, now I'm opening up and telling you everything. It just has to be random. I'm not that person. Whatever. We'll try harder. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs>
1: my therapist. My what do
0: you do? Th- sit there and just say nothing? Nothing. Yes, you have to bring up bring up. Yes. <laughs> oh my god.
1: And she's like why are you here? And I'm like I swear to god I have a lot of issues. I'm just not going to tell you. I just <laughs> don't know how to tell you. And then that's the thing is like
0: She doesn't give you homework on how to work on these things. It's the ADD.
1: It's my ADHD. It's just severe and that it just doesn't like there's like this weird barrier in my mind that just doesn't, it doesn't process the way a lot of people's brains process. So this conversation I've had with three bosses, three, <laughs> I've had it with two I want to... Okay. Four therapists. Uh Uh-huh. One thought I was fucking crazy and that she was a bitch and she didn't care what I had to say. Fuck her. Her name was awful. I forgot what it was. (laughs) Um, I've had this conversation with ex-lovers as well as my current one. And family members. The ones who actually like like to pick up my brain, like Sam. Mm -hmm. Like, I've had similar conversations, like we're sisters we should be closer you know and we're on really good terms now as adults yeah and so yeah we should be closer but it's it's not that I'm not trying it's not that I don't want to be closer
0: Hmm.
1: you want to get to know me it just has to come up randomly you just you just care more about me and my interests, then I care about me and my interests or my problems and stuff like that. So that's why I talk to you more than all of my friends and my husband. So whatever information that you get and how little it is, it's still more than everyone else. So feel special.
0: Oh my God. Well, I don't. You know me. I want the whole thing. I know. You're so fucking greedy. (laughs) Um, But anyways...
1: Positive Educational Training is an affordable monthly subscription that helps groomers like us transform our business and take you and your business to the next level.
0: How can you get to the next level? Easy. You can watch all previous workshops and have access to upcoming monthly workshops. As someone who has personally subscribed and purchased one of the offered grouped programs, I can honestly say I thoroughly enjoyed the fire it has lit under my ass. Go to our website and click on our Sponsor tab to change your future. So speaking of therapists, I think this is going to be coming out before yeah, um, yeah. our little webinar that we're going to be hosting, which I feel like we should have put this at the top.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I think <laughs> we have one more podcast coming out before that as well. Okay. It's, it's So, so. W- When's the date?
0: Our webinar is on November eighth at three thirty Pacific Central Time. Yes. Um, so it is a Sunday, and we're actually going to have a legit fucking therapist, my personal therapist. She's going to be on there. She can't talk about
1: Van- right? Vanessa's like fetishes or fantasies.
0: Yeah, sorry, can't that's hit. against the law. I'll tell you that anyways. So just ask. I'm yeah, fairly open. <laughs> but anyways. So basically what the webinar is about is groomer issues. You know, I had posted a question in one of the groups specifically for this and we gathered up some information and I gave it over to my therapist and says, what can we do with this? And she's going to come up with a really great outline. Uh, We're going to actually have a a workbook, I guess you can call it, that I'm going to be sending people who um, purchase a ticket. We only have 15 spots. Um, as soon as we get closer to the date and I get that little booklet, I'll send them over to people and I'm weird, like super excited. The therapist is super excited. Um, it's geared towards groomers, our depressions, our anxieties. Um, she's going to talk maybe about 40 minutes and then you'll have your opportunities to ask her questions. I wanted to keep it kind of like where she talks at us. And gives us some tools that we can use. and then you can go ahead and ask her some questions that pertain to grooming and how you can work with those things. Um, so,
1: buy so those this tickets. is gonna be
0: a group therapy session for
1: all of us. Yeah,
0: essentially. yeah, we'll be right along with you getting these tools. and I'm hoping that we can actually take something away from this because, we all have our anxieties, we all have the depressions that we go through. And a lot of it from what I was talking to her about was our self worth. And she's like, that's where I keep going back to all these issues that people are, have given you this information. And I'm like, I can definitely see that. Cause we had like a good 30 minute talk about what we were going to be talking about um, in the episode or the webinar. So I'm super excited and I believe the tickets are $25. There's only 15 spots. As of right now, we only have 13 spots left. So, you know, it's going to come up quick. It's going to be super exciting. And we wanted
1: to do this before the holidays because this is our most triggering time for a lot of us groomers. Mm -hmm. You know, if you were a recovering addict or if you suffer from anxiety, depression, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times our physical ailments can definitely alter our mental, um, instabilities. And this time that's coming up is so Mm -hmm. triggering for a lot of us. Yeah. And this industry is really rough and we're starting to see like, um, our value in it. And, you know, this is just another step to another, I, for me, I'm excited because I want to see if this can give me a little bit of Just clarity. And when people tell you something that you're thinking, you just can't explain it, and they give you a sense of clarity,
0: it's such a weight off your chest. And she does do that. Like, the last couple therapy sessions that I've had with her have been, like, I've had... I've never had a revelation before in therapy that I can remember. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when I was going originally, I was a tween, so... It was more of, I didn't really want to be there. Yeah. So like, I've had like two huge revelations where she has just put things in such a way that I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like my eyes are open. I can see this is why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. And now that I know what I'm doing, how do we fix that? And so I'm hoping someone has a revelation, at least a couple of people. I'm hoping, or
1: you just feel like I, it's so hard for me to feel like a revelation. Like I shit my pants. If I (laughs) like something just sparks that
0: or just like you at least get a tool. I
1: just really like the fact that in a group setting, people are feeling things Similar to what I'm feeling. And yeah. we can connect on that level in a sense that we can get through something together. Have a sense of camaraderie, uh, partnership. Yeah, not be alone. Yeah. I, I yeah. like that feeling because sometimes it does get lonely in our field. And I like the feeling that we're coming together and we're working towards something that's mm-hmm. greater than all of us.
0: Yeah. And I know business is such a hard, hard thing. So sign up and... You can go to our page, um, Facebook, on Facebook, and you'll. the link is right up there for the event page. And you sign up through Zoom. There's a link in the event page, and it'll pros- like take you to where you need to pay, and you'll have your little spot. So, yeah. yeah
1: really sp- excited about I it. I know.
0: I am super excited. It's, it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be really fun. Ugh. It'll be serious, but it'll be fun. Because you know us, we put... We can't do anything too serious. It's got to have a little humor in there.
1: I know. <laughs> That's how we break the awkwardness. Yeah, yeah right?
0: Let's. It, it can't be too serious. But. So, but no, no, no. It'll be really fun. You can have a cocktail. I mean, you're in your own home. Yeah. I wish I could drink through therapy. Maybe I'd get a lot get through some shit a lot quicker (laughs) we have to remember it the next time right (laughs) but you know just have fun with it like please sign up let's do this if it sells really well and people want more i'm gonna try and convince her to maybe do this like every other month and please come in
1: with an open mind and no judgment this is supposed to be a safe space i know that sounds corny but this is supposed to be something that is for us all of us yes yes So, for those of you who participate, you know, just keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. When somebody's spilling their heart and soul out, you know, be with them. Don't be at them, you know? Exactly.
0: You know how we are. We really don't care. You do you, you speak your mind, you speak your truth and we don't judge but if someone is going to be a little harsh on someone you know we'll say something to you Yes, this is
1: not this is not a situation where it's like who's right and who's wrong and who knows more we're dealing with feelings
0: here yes this is
1: open and Mm -hmm. this is supposed to be a heartwarming discussion and Mm -hmm. yeah i'm excited
0: sign up please like just if you have any feeling of depression and anxiety, maybe you can learn something from here. Yep,
1: yeah, we gotta keep the mental wellness going in our field. Yes. And uh yeah, let's yeah, get it going. Exactly.
0: But now we have stories.
1: Alright guys, so we're gonna do um a funny grooming story from our girl Sierra. Hey ladies, it's Sierra back with another story. This just happened to me today, so I had to send you this this send this to you fresh. So I go to this one client's house weekly to bathe her dog and groom him in between the baths. The week, uh, this week was bath day. So I get to the house and I finish drinking the last bit of my coffee before I get out of the car. I groom in home currently COVID safe and bring my table and equipment into the laundry room where I usually groom. Mind you, this client just moved into a bigger house, so she's re- uh, so she's renovating the house. So I set up like normally would and start with his nails. After I'm done with that, I turn on the faucet. No water is coming out. <sighs> so I go to my client and tell her there's no water. She tells me they are fixing the plumbing, but the water should be working in some areas of the house. So she tells me to go to her guest house and use the water there. So I go so I go with her, and she turns all the faucets on, and no water is coming out. So at this point, I'm thinking, we are going to reschedule this room, right? Wrong. She brings a bucket and a huge jug of water. You know the ones where you use it as a water tank to get the water from, and she says, we can use this to wash him. I was like, okay, if you're fine with that, we can wash him like that. So we are outside near her pool. Oh, by the way, her first idea was to throw him in the saltwater pool. And I told her that wasn't going to work, LOL. And I started using my pre-diluted shampoo on the dog, and then she just starts dumping the water on him. (sighs) LOL, luckily I was able to wash and rinse the dog without using all of her water jug, and he's a little bichon mix, so it worked out. After all that, I went back inside to dry him. Everything was fine. I was done grooming the dog. I started to pack up my things, and then all of a sudden, my stomach started to rumble a lot oh my god she had to shit oh my god oh my gosh <laughs> i was like no you can hold it till you get to the next home my stomach thought otherwise i rushed to the bathroom and took a huge dump i had hand sanitizer so i was good with cleaning my hands but the toilet would not flush no because there's no water I know. <laughs> oh my god uh, did I was- you some toilet paper on the top of the poo and closed the top of the toilet. Took my stuff into my car and left. My- you didn't tell her? No. Oh my god! <laughs> my client stepped out of the house and she told me to bill her with her card on file and schedule the next appointment. When I do that, I'm going to let her know that her toilet wouldn't flush and not to open the toilet until the water is back on. Hope you thought the story was funny as I experienced it. Keep up the amazing work and talk to you soon. Oh my god, oh you poor god. sweet angel.
0: Okay, so for next time, I was we had our water turned off when I was younger once, and so if you just fill the back of the tub up or the back of the toilet up, you can flush. So you could have just asked her for a jug again. (laughs) Girl, I
1: didn't know that until I was in my 20s.
0: Yeah, no. We had to do that. So we borrowed a hose. It was long enough from our neighbors, and we just fill up our toilet when we needed to or filled up a bucket And As long as there's water in the tank, you can flush.
1: I literally did not know that until I was in my 20s, (laughs) and there was a documentary about um, typhoons in Japan, and they fill up their tubs with water, So they can flush their toilet during typhoons in case the water gets turned off. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. no. Oh my God. I just feel like, I am like, I am the poo
0: queen. I was going to say, this is right up your alley. (laughs) I clog everything. (laughs) I have to know. Did she say something? Oh yeah. You have to tell us. You have to, we need a part two. We need a part two. Oh, my God. Did did it it stink? (gasps) They They always stink, but did
1: it stink? Oh, my
0: God. She just threw toilet paper on top of it like a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Meow. I am just like, that's fucking hilarious.
1: Oh, God. That's so crazy. I'm so sorry. All right. So, we have another story... Hey guys, this is my favorite story when I worked with my sister. So three of us are grooming dogs in the front area of the salon and we hear a huge crash in the back. We all just look at each other with a confused look on all of our faces. We hear this loud banging coming closer and closer. This dog comes prancing out from the back room soaking wet with a grooming arm attached to his neck. We all just start busting out laughing. My sister comes trailing behind him so calmly with a murderous look on her face. She grabs the dog by the, uh, by the grooming arm and calmly walks him back, unfazed by our laughter. My sister did not laugh at that time. Now she thinks it's hilarious. Happy grooming, Brittany. What the fuck? You know what? That's happened to me before. And like a dog just like escapes. Just like Fuck it, books it like in the most inappropriate position or whatever, and I'm fucking drenched. Ugh. But the grooming
0: arm, it was probably like, a beast dog. Like it was connected to a grooming arm.
1: It was a beast dog.
0: I need more details. <laughs> <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> I need a that, part two to see our dog, story, and I need more details on the other one. The
1: dog, what kind of dog was it? Right. How did he bring that bitch down? Like, right? Do you have video evidence of this so we can look at <laughs> I need details. <laughs> That's
0: great. We should save those stories for the next one. All right, we'll save these next ones. So, because we have two, they're long stories. So, yeah, sign up for a class. Um, or a webinar I shouldn't say class sign up for our webinar and Q&A it's called um, untying the smock which I super love that name I didn't come up with it when I did it was super awesome untying the smock find it on Facebook um, you, it has an event so sign up you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at shit on the table and you can listen to us at Spotify iTunes and Google Play like follow us and share love yeah. you and send stories Always stories. Ooh, yes, thank yeah. you. Okay, bye.